Hello and welcome to another rousing episode of Camfu and Friends. What? Why are you looking at me weird? Rousing? Rousing. <laughs> That's a word. I, I didn't say arousing. <laughs> welcome to another arousing version of Camfu and Friends. No, it's it arousing. Been, I know, but it would have been better if you said arousing. It, uh, a little better. <laughs> For know. some people, it, it flows been better. better. Yeah. I don't think I'm... we're very arousing, though. <laughs> no, we're not arousing. Not at all. We should probably start switching up our topics to cater to a new audience. <laughs> One of our topics is Steven Spielberg. That's, that's <laughs> I don't know. not Pretty arousing. arousing. <laughs> Depends on who you are. <laughs> I am your host, Cam Fu. Welcome to the show. My co-host, as usual, Christiana. We are coming at you live once again. Live. Recording. Oh. <laughs> We're recording live, recording live in beautiful Redmond, Washington. And uh, speaking of beautiful... I'm not going to compliment you. I wanted to compliment the weather <laughs> oh, outside. Man. Sorry. Yeah, that was so mean. That was actually that was really mean. What? <laughs> uh, like, the do you see weather. how sad my face got? Yeah. Like, yeah? <laughs> we have been having amazing weather we have. these past couple weeks. And um, July is known to be just beautiful in Seattle, in the greater Seattle area. It's the only week where we have nice weather. Yeah, it really. And we've had it for two, so we're especially lucky. It really is. It's it's been super nice. About you know, eighties, high seventies. Yeah. Just they keep really saying gorgeous. it's going to be in the nineties, but the past few days it, it's fallen a little short of that. But yeah, uh, I guess tomorrow's supposed to be ninety-seven. Jeff said he oh saw that goodness. on his phone, but that probably means it'll be like eighty-seven. So we'll see. Yeah. So a lot of us Washingtonians are not used to it. I should say Western Washingtonians. We're not used to the heat. So uh, many of our places do not have AC. And it's not so much that we're not used to it, because it happens every summer, but a lot of people don't find that it's worth it to buy AC for, like, two weeks of of heat. Because really, it's about how much it is. Maybe a month. We're kind of exaggerating on the two weeks. But we don't have a very... It doesn't make sense to buy a $500 air conditioner when, yeah, you're going to use it, like, two weeks of the year. But I bet those are the nicest two weeks ever. <laughs> it probably is super comfortable, and it might actually be worth it in the long so run. It's kind of like, did I tell you about my allergies? No. I've had really bad allergies this year. I know your and, fear of breathing. So oh, no. I love breathing. <laughs> but uh, like a month and a half ago, I was at the store, and I saw allergy medicine, and I was like, you know, I should just, I should just buy it. It's like... It's a decent chunk of change. I don't know if it it stays good for years to come, you know? And I'm like, if I buy it now, I'm only going to have allergies for another week or so. It's going to be totally pointless. It's going to be like a waste. I'll just ride it out another week. So then the next week, allergies are even worse. And I'm like, man, I should have bought that allergy medicine. But I'm like, well, it's too late now because now I really will maybe only have it for another week. I've been doing that on off and on for a month and a half, and now I'm really at the point where if I buy it now, my allergies will seriously not be here next week. So it's kind of like that with air conditioning. Like, five years ago, if you first moved to Washington, you're like, man, I don't need air conditioning. I'm only going to use it twice. Yeah. And five years down the road, like, man, I really don't need air conditioning. If I would have got it, I should have got it five years ago. Right, right. I feel like it's kind of the same scenario. Well, I can I can guarantee you that allergy medicine is good for at least a couple of years. So is you it? probably should have just bought it. I should have just bought it. <laughs> I might just buy it now, but then I will not have allergies anymore right. for the remainder of allergy season. Right. All right, so no trivia this week. Um, it's a little different because we lost Jason. We don't talk about Jason. We need to talk about Jason, Mr. Jason Bilyeu, who is Maybe our... if we talk about him, he'll be more likely to want to be on the show. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, Jason Bilyeu is our audio technician. Great guy, super friendly guy. Um, and he helps set up the show every week, or at least we try to every week. And um, I can't say enough nice things about him for doing this. He, he's doing it on his own time, on his own dime, setting us up here. Um, so real big thanks to him. But he is out this week. Um, for some events and so we have to set up the room ourselves and we tried to set it up last week we failed that's why there was no episode last week Um, but we got things up and running now I hope (laughs) (laughs) otherwise we're gonna waste an hour it is looking pretty red over there yeah maybe red for record it's good red is good okay and and the squiggles we want to see the squiggles yeah no I like the squiggles I'm just saying (laughs) you know a lot of times red means bad yeah but red also means record so right 
I or think that, on error or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But you know, a lot of times, like red means an error. So <laughs> this kinda, whole audio kinda, file is just going to be an error. Where's a big error? <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's very so, fitting for camp. <laughs> yeah. So since we don't have Jason, we kind of set this up ourselves. So hopefully, it's working. And then also, uh, he's not going to be able to mix the episode. So hopefully, I can get someone else involved with that. So which which means I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but we'll figure it out. Um, but uh, anyway, no trivia this week because we can't set up a third mic. It's a little tricky in this room, and we were, we just don't know how to set up a third mic. In we're this a bare room, minimum so. kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of group, and right. you know. Okay, so we'll just move straight into movie news, and the first thing I want to talk about is the arousing Steven Spielberg, um, director of such wonderful motion pictures like Jurassic Park and, come on, Jaws. Oh, yeah. And, you know, those you know. big things. <laughs> Sorry to ignore Saving Private Ryan. How dare you? Sorry. Um, anyway, I wanted to talk about this picture uh, and article that's been floating around the web where Steven Spielberg, it's from way back when he uh, directed <laughs> Jurassic Park. And it's a picture of Steven Spielberg sitting in front of a triceratops that's been, that's like keeled over on its side. And I don't know if you remember. Is it a real triceratops? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's the thing about it is yeah. that's what some people on the internet thought. And so they oh, were like, no. how dare he kill this, <laughs> this creature? <laughs> And, yeah, these clueless people oh, who don't no. realize um, that's a Triceratops from the movie Jurassic Park. Oh, goodness. Was but, it the Triceratops from the movie? Like yeah. the sick one? Yeah, exactly. Oh, He's, like, okay. posing in front of it. But it looks like one of those kill shot pictures. Yeah. Did you, you know? <laughs> did you hear about that cheerleader chick or whatever who got, like, banned from Facebook for taking pictures of all those? Or she got her pictures at least deleted off Facebook. She took, she was, like, hunting all this, uh, all these, like, endangered species, I guess, yeah. like tigers and stuff. And she was taking pictures with them, and they, they booted them off. I feel like it's kind of like... Well, I think that's been going yeah. around because there was also another yeah, girl yeah. who got... Um, I guess she was at the World Cup. Mm -hmm. She was in the audience, and the camera was always going to her because she's an Oh, and she got a modeling like, gig? She got a modeling uh -huh. contract, and then these pictures surfaced of her, like, doing big game hunting. And yeah. so now all the animal rights activists are like, oh, my gosh, take away her contract and all this type of stuff. So then oh. this picture came out or resurfaced. Did you hear about the the <laughs> guy from who got arrested in, like, California and his mugshot went viral for how hot he was? Yes. Yeah, That's, he's a gangster. He's, like, yeah. really attractive. He has, like, he has, like teardrop tattoos and everything. So is he attractive, though? He's pretty hot. Okay. But only because I think it's just his eyes. Like he's kind of like he's kind of tan, and he's just got these piercing blue eyes, and I think that that's kind of all, all it takes sometimes. Yeah, he's just ha he has amazing eyes, and I think that that's what really sets him above. But I guess he got a modeling contract. Yeah, he got a modeling so, contract too. <laughs> soon as you're out of prison, bro. So remove you know, those tats. And when people are like, "Oh, it's not true," you know, good looking. Things good things happen to good looking yeah. people. Um, yeah, that's totally. This guy's crap. in that, prison right that, now, yeah. and he's got a modeling <laughs> exactly. job. Exactly. Good and, looking people get everything. Right, and he has the entire population of America lusting after him. Exactly. Housewives everywhere yeah. want to bone him, and he's probably like killed like three people. <laughs> right. right? Well, like, he only had one teardrop. So doesn't mean doesn't that mean oh, he's only killed one person? I don't. I, see, I don't know anything. Also, about I would games. just like to say that the guy that did the loan for Jeff's car this morning also had a teardrop tattoo. Uh oh. But he was this giant man, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. He, maybe he'll get a contract yeah. for the big and tall shop. <laughs> maybe. He was not hot. So let's just, <laughs> let's rewind a little bit. Teardrop, no piercing blue eyes. Mm. Just, just clarify. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I couldn't stop staring at it this morning. I was just like, did he kill anyone? Is that the kind of thing you can ask someone with one of those tattoos? And then, because I was super bored. I don't want to talk finances. So like my mind just went crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, people making ridiculous claims over a picture. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to talk about True Detective because, um, you know, season two is uh, doing its casting right now. And the rumor is that uh, they're looking at two actors uh, currently. Uh, there was I thought a rumor... there was supposed to be three. Yeah, I think, and that still could be the case, mm -hmm. that there's three, but right now... They're talking about, there, there's rumors that there's two that they're specifically talking to. One of them is Colin Farrell, 
okay. who um, we're all pretty familiar with. Minority Report, Phone Booth, uh, The Recruit, SWAT, Alexander, In Bruges, Horrible Bosses. Uh-huh. He was awesome in Horrible Bosses. Total Recall, Saving Mr. Banks. And uh, earlier this year, he was in Winter's Tale. I was just about to ask you about that movie, but I was trying to hold back till we had more free time. What? Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I saw a preview for it. I don't think I've ever... I haven't seen a preview for it yet. And I actually watched her over the weekend. It was a preview before that movie. And I saw this preview, and I really want to see that movie. Yeah. And I feel like I've heard the name, but I don't think I've ever seen any of the trailers for it yet until until this weekend. And so now I'm really excited because it's coming to Redbox in a few weeks, I think. So... Yeah, I, I, I want to see it, but I know it didn't get great reviews. It didn't? So, yeah. Well, that's annoying. So I don't annoying. have high hopes for you it. You probably but... should have just kept that to yourself. <laughs> Sorry. But to be fair, I usually like movies that nobody else likes. So, <laughs> Well, I like Colin Farrell, so hopefully he's good. And then yeah. the uh, chick in the movie, I think it's the girl from Downton Abbey. Do you watch Downton Abbey? No, I don't. Okay. Well, um, it's one of the girls from Downton Abbey. Hmm. So, um, I, I like her, I was trying to too. think of the other dude's name good. in it. Who's the other dude in it? Uh, I don't remember. Dang it. <laughs> I see his face perfectly, and I know his name. I just can't think of what it is. I was trying to tell it to Jeff the other day, and I couldn't think. Anyways, continue. <laughs> oh, well. So he's uh, being pegged as one of the new stars of True Detective. And the second person uh, that's rumored to be on the show is Taylor Kitsch. And um, he was in Friday Night Lights, and he was John Carter, hmm. the failed Disney movie yeah. John Carter and he was also in Battleship um, I actually have not seen any of those things that he's been in I've seen but, Battleship but I've heard very good things about him and especially with a role like this where it could really test mm-hmm. his acting abilities um, could be fun to see someone like him in it um, so that's True Detective season 2 Russell Crowe oh Russell Crowe's in Winter's Tale yeah sorry I had to look it up okay no, it was bothering that's, me. That's good. That's good. But spe- you said you saw her. Yeah. Awesome I did. movie, right? It was pretty good. Okay. I I didn't really know what to expect going into it. I heard really good things and and I've been wanting to see it, but Jeff was adamant about not watching it. So I finally just rented it without him well, he he knew, but we rented two movies and I was like, I'll just wait till you fall asleep tonight and then I'll watch it. But uh it ended up being the next day he took a nap and I watched it. But I made him when he came back out, I rewinded and made him watch all the sex scenes. Quote, quote, unquote. Sex scene. Oh. Like, when they got, like, the surrogate girl and stuff, and, like... Oh, yeah. And, like, their phone sex. I was like... Or, I guess, phone sex. I don't know. I was like, how weird is this? So I yeah. made him watch all those parts. That, and he was like, really, Christiana? It yes. was awkward. You would think that they awkward. would just phone sex over the phone, but no, they, like, hire a surrogate. Yeah, I thought... Like, surrogate prostitute type of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, it was really weird, because... Because she doesn't say anything. She just kind of does her facial expressions. And I right. feel like she did a pretty good job yeah, had that been yeah. a real thing. But yeah. super weird. They both had, like, their ear sets in. And right, right. So, yeah. yeah but I did. I, I really that. I really enjoyed it. I did. I love that movie. Um, soundtrack in it is really, really Definitely, good. Definitely, yeah. Just really cool concept. Um, I, I know it was in my top five mm-hmm. of last year. It, all, it was really amazing to me how how quickly I connected with the characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Usually it takes a little... I feel like it takes a lot for me to really feel for characters, and I felt like I was really emotionally invested, even in um, what's the phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Samantha. Samantha, yeah. Yeah, I felt like I felt really invested in all of their characters, and it was, it was really cool how I grasped the concept more than I thought I was going to, so yeah. Awesome. Glad you liked it. Uh, in other movie news, uh, Gus Van Sant is being set to direct the live-action version of the popular animated or anime series Death Note. And this is actually pretty big news, especially for fans of Death Note. I, myself, have not seen the anime series, but I am well aware of it because it's super popular. Um, so to peg Gus Van Sant on this is... An interesting choice. He, uh, I, well, this is the director of Goodwill Hunting. Uh, he also did Paranoid Park, and he also did Milk, the movie about mm-hmm. the politician Harvey Milk. So, for him to do a live action version of Death Note is very odd. Mm-hmm. However, he does teen angst movies like Paranoid Park and Goodwill Hunting, in a sense. He does those those anger mm-hmm. things really well. So maybe it could work with this anime series. Um, but I don't 
see it being like award winning or anything like that. Um, in other news, Star Wars Episode Seven, we found out just a little bit of interesting news about it, and that's a, an IMAX camera was spotted on set, and so now people are wondering if this movie, if the next Star Wars movie, is going to be filmed entirely in IMAX because we haven't had that yet. We mm-hmm. haven't had a movie just a major motion picture be entirely filmed in IMAX. It's always like, oh, 20 minutes of IMAX footage, Mm -hmm. and then it just changes aspect ratio after that. Mm -hmm. So if Star Wars Episode Seven is indeed in all IMAX, that would be really, really cool. And that's the movie to do it with, right? Mm -hmm. The first Star Wars movie. Um, The only other time I've seen a major motion picture in IMAX form is The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. when that came out and that was awesome that was incredible um especially at the beginning when uh they're standing on like the rooftops or no it's actually in the middle when he's standing on the rooftops of hong kong uh-huh. and looking down and it's like oh my gosh i feel like i'm right on the edge yeah. of the building so uh that'll be cool if they can do that um so while we're on the topic of movies let's talk about movie theaters a really interesting thing coming out of amc theaters the largest movie chain in America, Um, they are going to spend $600 million to add fully reclining seats in a majority of their screens, uh, of their theater houses, Mm. which would be incredible. I mean, no other movie studio is doing this, just the little independent ones obviously have... You know, the yeah. reclining seats and the dinner and the beer and whatever yeah, I was gonna you say watch the, a movie, right? The AMC in uh, Lakewood actually has the fully requ- reclining seats. Exactly. And I want to say yeah. I want to say that they were the first to test it out. Uh-huh. Um, this, this would have been a perfect episode to have my friend Jason on the show because he was general manager of that theater mm-hmm. when they put the reclining seats in. Oh, nice. So he would be great to talk mm-hmm. to right now. Um, but unfortunately, he uh, can't be here today. I, um, like we'll I, have him on sometime okay. and yeah. talk about it. But uh, that would be – I know um, I know it uh, had a very positive reaction with audiences. People loved it. Yeah, and I mean, I know a lot of people who, there are certain movies that are like, I only want to go to Lakewood to see this movie because I want to right. recline. But I feel like there's some some downfalls to it because I feel like you fit less people Absolutely. in a theater. Yep. It takes up way more room. And you have to assign seats. You know what I mean? So, yes. because obviously you're not going to lay down and then be like someone, oh, can you move over? We need to make room. So the few times I've been there, they've, I feel like the first time they didn't, Assigned seats, but maybe we just didn't look at our ticket stub. We came pretty late, and I was pretty <laughs> drunk. I don't remember that movie. It was a 30, 30, 30 minutes or less, the one with like Jesse Eisenberg, and he's and he's got like the bomb strapped to him. Oh, and they yeah, make him yeah, rob yeah. a bank. Right. It was that movie. I remember laughing. Don't remember the movie. <laughs> but yeah, and then the next time we had like assigned seats and everything. So I mean, there's that. I, you can't really fit as many people because you have to have even numbers. Right. And, right. Things yeah, like that. But, no, that's definitely the downside to it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if the, not the whole movie theater is like that, then maybe it would work. But Right. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. I mean, I like I said, he uh, he always pushed or told me like these really good numbers mm-hmm. and that people were really happy with it. So it's kind of not surprising that they're going this way. And yeah, I think, no, definitely. I think it's really going to improve uh, the movie going experience for a lot of people. Definitely. I've only had good experiences. Yeah. But I can imagine that there would be some downsides. <laughs> Let's talk about TV now. Um, first thing I wanted to mention is that we found out Community is going to be renewed for a uh, sixth season. This is kind of a surprise because it's been kind of on and off canceled by NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be renewed under a Yahoo screen. So Yahoo diving into the on-demand video uh, world, just like everyone yeah. else. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, weird, but not surprising. Yeah. So Community will come back for a sixth season on Yahoo screen, and there's rumor um, that they're thinking about doing a movie after season six. So... Uh, I know people who liked Community from the beginning, but I don't know anyone who's still raving about it. I was going to say, I've I've seen a few episodes from the first couple seasons, but I mean, that was all I ever watched of it, and I don't hear much about it. it I'm, a lot of the internet community, I think, likes mm-hmm. Community. <laughs> so, um, so maybe it will do better 
online. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Sailor Moon. No. And how you still have not watched the first episode yet, even though it came out over a week ago. I know. How dare you? I've just been so busy, and it's not one of those things that you Jeff not, will watch with me. You are not a true Sailor Scout. Whoa. If I could be a Sailor <laughs> Scout, this would be different. <laughs> Dim's fighting words. <laughs> well, um, I did watch the first episode okay. of the new and? Sailor Moon. Uh, I watched it with my daughter, and this is uh, a reboot, so it's almost an entire mirror of the mm-hmm. first episode of the original series. Um, it moves a lot quicker, which is mm-hmm. good. And season. So her and Tuxedo Mask aren't in love again yet? I get to rewatch all of that <laughs> you and be get to happy re-watch again? Their love story. That actually uh, makes me really happy. Totally. I didn't realize that this was a reboot. Yeah. So they're basically redoing it based off of the manga. They're not going to base it off of the anime series. Okay. Um, so it's basically like a whole new thing, and I get Sailor Moon yeah, all over again, yeah. but different. Yeah. Uh, the quality is very good. The quality is top notch. Um, there's when they transform or. Mm-hmm. All you see is Sailor Moon transformed so far in the first yeah. episode. But when she transforms, it uh, goes into kind of a uh, 3D CGI-looking mm-hmm. anime. And some people are turned off by it, but I think it looks pretty good, actually. My only thing is the character design. They made mm-hmm. the characters look very much like they do in the original manga, mm-hmm. which I understand. You want to fit that. But I'm just so used to the cartoony-looking yeah. Sailor Moon so when I see this kind of more elegantly drawn Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. but she's still like a clumsy klutz and yeah. everything, it just kind of doesn't mash together very well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really the only negative thing I have to say about it. Um, other than that, I like it, and um, my daughter watched it with me, and she liked it too. So when's the, the next one out then? The next. So what's happening is they're releasing an episode every two weeks. Okay. Um, so started last Saturday, so there wasn't one just this past okay, Saturday. Okay, so then this but Saturday. Be one next Saturday. Yeah, okay. episode two. And um, I'm not exactly sure why they're doing that. I'm sure you could search online. But my guess would be that they're not completely done with the series, like so drawing it all yeah. out. And so they needed more time, and so they're just doing it every mm-hmm. other week type of thing. But what's nice weren't is... Weren't they originally going to do two a week or something? No, that's of the original series. So the oh, old 90s version, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. they're releasing two every Saturday. Okay. So you can watch two new episodes on Hulu every Saturday. Right. Um, but yeah, with this new series, I think there's 26 episodes. That means we should get one um, for every two weeks for the next year. So then the ones that they're releasing on Hulu of the the original 90s one, are those the English dubbed ones or those the Japanese with English subtitles? You know, I went to look the other day and it looked like just the subtitled version. Now, I thought I had read somewhere that they were going to release the dub, the English dubbed Mm -hmm. versions too. And maybe they're there and I just didn't look hard mm-hmm. enough. I was looking on Xbox. Um, but I didn't see them. I only saw the subbed version, okay. which I prefer anyway. Um, yeah, but I, the ones I watched were the English dub. You just want to... If I want to go back to my yeah, roots, right, then, right, right. then that's the one I want to see. Because they're a little bit different, so... Yeah, oh yeah. Way different. Okay, um, and then you wanted to talk about a show that actually you have seen, but I haven't. And that is the Netflix original series, Orange is the New Black. Now tell me, what is this show about and why should I watch it? Well, I don't think that if I tell you what it's going to be about, you're going to be hooked. (laughs) But I'll let you know that it's amazing. Uh, Jeff and I just finished the second season. Uh, The first season's pretty good. I definitely think the second season was my favorite. Um, It's basically about this, this chick, right? And she goes to prison for something she did... She used to be a lesbian, right? And her girlfriend was a drug dealer. So it's something she did a long time ago, and her girlfriend sold her out. And so by turning herself in, she got her sentence reduced from, like, 12 years to one year. It was it was just for something petty, you know? Okay. Just a small part in the drug ring. Didn't really know anybody. So she goes to prison for a year. She has a fiancé and stuff on the outside. So at first it's kind of about her struggles just being in a prison because there's all these characters in there who who are all in there for different reasons and I really like the way the show each episode it kind of goes into someone's past so you kind of see the, these characters on the outside and then you kind of get to go backwards and see what their life was like before prison and how they ended up there and and kind of why they are the way they are and the way that it's written and the way the characters all kind of come together and 
and the way you like because they don't tell you everything in one episode you know they don't just go into one character they'll go into part of that character and then a few episodes later they might come back to it or in the second season they come back to it and there's so many interweaving relationships and and it's just it's really good it's really good writing um Jeff got super addicted to it, but he wouldn't want me to tell anybody, so it's your guys' secret. Don't tell him I told you. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> he he was pretty addicted. He wanted to watch it more than I did, and I, I would like to think I was pretty addicted. <laughs> but, no, so if anything, just know that, that Jeff loved it, and so I think that you would love it. Yeah. No, I've heard uh, really good things about it. It just... Um... It's fun, and it's the perfect mix of, of like, humor with seriousness. I cried a couple times, and not like bawling cried, but I teared up a couple times because you start really caring for some of these characters, and then when things don't go their way, you kind of feel for them. You're sad. Like yeah, yeah. this is serious stuff, even with like the underlying humor. So yeah, no, I understand that. I've heard good things. Um, Netflix is kind of on a roll. They I, are. I think people were kind of surprised that this whole, you know, original series on on an on demand service mm-hmm. is working out so well. Um, I believe they got two Emmy nominations. Two of their series got Emmy nominations. Um, I think one is House of Cards, and I think the yeah. other might be Orange is the New Black. I know Orange is the New Black got nominated for a couple Emmys, I feel okay. like. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that it makes sense why Yahoo mm-hmm. is going after community and, oh, like, definitely. you know, all these other video services. Hulu, uh, Microsoft is doing, a, what is it? what is it going to be called Xbox TV or something like that they're coming out with their series so like everyone's like jumping into this thing because Mm -hmm. it's like oh my goodness we could actually do something really good and make a lot of money at the same time exactly so uh yeah that's Orange is the New Black uh season two was recently released uh just a couple months ago yeah it makes me really sad that see at least when we watched House of Cards it's been a while so by the time we were done, we're like, well, it's only going to be a few months before the next season comes out, hopefully. But now we're like, the second season was just released. How long are we going to have right. to wait for the next one? And it ended good. The I second like, season ended so good. Okay. I feel like the time in between the first season of Orange is the New Black and the second one, I feel like it was really short. Like, Really? They actually moved pretty quick on the second season. I want to say that that's true. but Yeah, I feel like House of Cards was like a year separating, right? Right. So I guess I just kind of assumed that Orange is the New Black was yeah. the same. I didn't really research it much. Yeah. I hope it's fast, though, because I can't get enough. And I love their model that they release them all at once mm-hmm. so that you can watch at your own pace. You know right. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, it does kind of suck, though, because if some people have more free time, they can watch it faster than you. True, right. That kind of sucks. But that, That's what happened with me for Arrested Development and the second season of House of Cards. Yeah. It's like people were talking about the end of the series, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not done <laughs> Yeah, yet. I'm not done. I don't have that much time. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, season four of The Killing. It was a show that was on AMC, and... Is is one of those shows where it's not super fantastic masterpiece, but it's entertaining and and I enjoyed it and I, I'm invested enough in the characters and the story to care, mm-hmm. and so season four is coming out on Netflix original series, and um, I'm looking forward to that coming out and yeah it'll be they'll just spit out all the episodes at yeah. once and it'll be like okay here we go <laughs> I didn't realize Netflix had so many original shows I thought they had like three oh yeah. And, and it's probably going to just keep growing. Yeah, and I keep hearing all these other ones. So The Killing was another one. Yep. So that that's four. Are there any other ones that I don't know about? Oh, yeah. Uh, isn't Hemlock Grove? Hemlock I've never Grove. heard of that. Yeah, I think that's an original series. Um, there might be one or two others. Um, oh, what's that Ricky Gervais one? Uh, it, it was over. It aired over in England, too, but I believe... Um, oh, it was called Derek. But over here, Netflix had exclus- mm-hmm. uh, exclusivity. Is that the word? I don't know. <laughs> they, had, they had exclusive rights to it uh, over here in the United States. So, yeah, they're on a roll. They're Definitely. Do- they're doing the right thing. My friend, uh, Caitlin, she's pregnant right now, and she's due in a couple months. And Congratulations. Yeah, cakes. Um, she's, uh, she posted this article, and apparently Netflix is paying people to watch Netflix all day, <gasps> but only in the U.K., Oh. And she said she was really excited because she was like, I thought I was going to be able to make some extra cash while I was on maternity leave. <laughs> that, I was would, like, 
That would be awesome, right? They don't have to do that in America. We no, already watch too much exactly. TV. <laughs> so apparently they have to bribe the UK to watch or it. Or she but... can get one of those Nielsen rating boxes, right? You just, <laughs> you just hook it up. It's yeah. like a pass-through thing. Uh-huh. And it just sends back data to uh, Nielsen ratings on uh, mm-hmm. what you're watching. Yeah, and yeah. Files that all together. And I think That's you true. get paid to do that. I think so. You, I think so, yeah. See? She should do that. I was just, I was thinking of some way maybe she could like route her internet through like a UK server <laughs> so that Netflix would think she was in the UK. There you go. But then they'd be like, why is this chick watching at such weird hours? Well, and that's the thing too, is like she's about to have a kid. So yeah. eventually it's gonna be like, why is the only show they watch Barney every yeah, day? Right? Every every day. <laughs> she watches a lot of Barney. Yeah, that's all she's watching. But also kids kid wakes up at random hours, so eventually maybe she'll be Watching at night here, so it'll be during the day in the UK, right. and they, it won't raise any red flags. Right, right. Okay, let's go on to movies, and we have a ton of movies to talk about since we missed last week. Um, quickly, let's go over the movies um, that uh, came out two weekends ago. Very nice. I hope the microphone picked that up. <laughs> I tried to <turn> my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still didn't muffle the burp, though. No, no. You do what you gotta do. Now everyone's gonna know. I don't care. That you burp like a dude. I do. I burp the whole show and they don't even know. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, these are the three movies that came out two weekends ago. And uh, the first one was Tammy. It was estimated to make $22.5 million. It only made $21.6 Deliver Us from Evil was estimated to make $12.5 million. It only made nine point seven. million. And Earth to Echo was estimated to make $11 million, and it only made $8.4 million. So all three movies were under their estimates last uh, two weekends ago. And I'm not surprised because none of those movies really looked all that great. Yeah. At least not to me. I totally agree. Okay. I totally missed the over-under. Because I, I had Friday, uh, or Friday was 4th of July. Was that the week you missed? Yeah. Okay. So I missed three movies, and I would have got them all right. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I'll talk about it when we get there for the last weekend, but... Okay. Well, last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last weekend, uh, a few movies uh, came out. Um, there was only one real major one, and then the other three were kind of smaller. So let's talk about the smaller film first. Uh, the smallest film was the movie Boyhood. Um, which came out in five screens uh, last weekend, and it made three hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars, a little over that. Um, which doesn't sound like much, but when you cram those numbers into five screens across the mm-hmm. country, that's actually quite a bit of money. That's seventy-seven point uh, five thousand dollars. <laughs> Does that make sense? Seventy-seven thousand five hundred dollars per theater average yeah. uh, out of those five theaters. So that's actually the second highest in 2014. Um, we don't talk about per theater average very much, and no one no, really does. Um, but it is quite interesting. So Boyhood, um, with those numbers, it became the number 39 all-time per theater average holder. Um, Isn't this the one that was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, this was. I the hope one I didn't 100%. spoiler alert something that yeah. you were going to talk well, I, about. Yeah, but. that's right. No, I I guess I should mention what the movie is first. It's the Richard Linklater movie uh, that was shot over 12 years following a boy's life. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, uh, really good. Well, I've heard it's really amazing. I can't wait to see it. Uh, hopefully, it goes a little wider this weekend. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about per theater average because. Uh, it's interesting. The top 10 of all time per theater average, 8 out of 10 of them are Disney slash Buena Vista Studios. Huh. And the other two uh, are S-Modco, which is uh, the company, the production company owned by Kevin Smith. And uh, the other company is Fox Searchlight. So here are the top 10 PTA per theater average okay. of all time. Number one, The Lion King. With a whopping $793,000 on two screens. Crazy. (laughs) That is just an insanely high number. Number two, Pocahontas, $448,000. Number three, The Princess and the Frog, $393,000. 
Uh, I won't say the amounts for the rest of these. Number four, Toy Story 2. Number five, A Bug's Life. Number six, Hercules. Number seven, Frozen. Number eight, and this is the one that's not Disney, Red State, which was Kevin Smith's little indie movie. Uh, number nine, also not Disney, is the Grand Budapest Hotel, which came out earlier this year. Uh, I will say that one was on four screens. It made $811,000 that opening weekend. Crazy numbers. Uh, and then number 10, I'm surprised by this one, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Atlantis, The Lost Empire by oh. Disney. That one's kind of interesting because that movie's awful. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but I wonder if they were still riding on the waves of success from, like, Lion King, Pocahontas, uh-huh. Hercules, Hunchback of Notre Dame, like those, Maybe. I'm that actually, wave. I'm pr- yeah, I'm pretty surprised by that, but... <laughs> I'm I'm more surprised that Princess and the Frog beat out Frozen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it was pretty popular when it came out because it was kind of the first, like, Disney princessy movie in a while. So people were excited about it. But because of how much money Frozen made and, and everything, you'd think that it would have been a little higher on the list. Yeah. But. I think Frozen... <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great pun. I think Frozen <laughs> did start out a little cold. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, yeah, it... it it didn't, That's true, word it, it of mouth, kinda, maybe. Yeah, word of mouth, really, it really caught on a little later. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of... It is surprising, though, because Princess and the Frog didn't look all that great. It, it was mm-hmm. a great return to 2D animation yeah. for Disney, but at the same time, it didn't have that magical hold on you that, yeah. like, Lion King or mm-hmm. Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast yeah. did at, the, at those times. Um so anyway, that's per theater average. A really interesting number to keep track of if you're a box office geek like we are. <laughs> uh, the Another movie that came out last weekend was the movie Begin Again. Um, this movie actually didn't come out last weekend. It, it expanded from 175 theaters to just under 1,000 theaters. Uh, it made $2.8 million. It stars Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo? Ruffalo? I always hear Ruffalo. Ruffalo. I, I don't know. <laughs> Ruffalo. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kira Knightley and Haley Steinfeld. Um, it's directed by John Carney, who also directed uh, the movie Once, and it has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, didn't do very well. If you're just short of 1,000 screens and you only made $2.8 million, then that's, that's pretty darn bad. And I don't really know much about this movie, so I don't even really care to see it. Do you, do you even know um, anything about it? It might be one of those movies that if I were home alone and Jeff weren't around and it was on Redbox, then I might rent it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's definitely not a movie he would be interested in watching, and so that kind of dictates what I watch. Right. The big movie that came out last weekend was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. That was on uh, 4,000 screens. It was directed by Matt Reeves, um, who... Uh, he, he did not direct the last Planet of the Apes movie, um, but this is the same guy that did Cloverfield and Let Me In, the remake for Let the Right One In. Uh, so, I mean, he has some talent there, um, and the reviews were very good at the time that I wrote this down. It was at 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, so good reviews. Um, $170 million budget. Estimated to make $67 million and it made 72.6, so it was well over. Yeah. Did you guess over or under? I guessed under, oh. and this is why. Okay. Because I missed my over-under last weekend, so already I'm down three points yep. from whoever got all three. So my only logic was, I'm already screwed. I'm going to go against the grain and go under and really hope that the movie goes under, because then I'd be in like the minority yeah. of people who had guessed under, and hopefully it would give me that that little advantage. <laughs> I took that risk to fall even further behind, <laughs> yeah. and that's what happened. It didn't work out for you. No, the well, I looked at like I tried to do my research very quickly and unthoroughly. Yeah. But I looked at the last Planet of the Apes movie that came out a couple years ago, and it had only made fifty eight million on its opening weekend. So I was like. It's Which like, is well, actually pretty darn good. I know, but it's like ten million less than what this one was estimated. So I was like, "Well, it's it's enough for me to to risk it. Okay. If it would have been way higher than that, then I wouldn't have <clears throat> have risked 
going under. Yeah. But uh, it uh, gave me what I needed to feel confident enough that it was a possibility. So. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the reason I went over the, the, your last part there mm-hmm. is that I looked at the previous movie and I was like, oh, yeah, it'll definitely surpass that. Oh, well. So. So, ha ha. <laughs> what if? I'll make my epic comeback slowly but surely. Whatever. Have you won yet? You have not won yet. No, I've been pretty dang close, like, a few times. There's a guy who's sitting across from you who's won, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He threw pepper at me, and it was open. <laughs> I didn't have time to see if it was closed. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the movies that are coming out this weekend. And the first one I want to talk about is a movie called I Origins little indie movie that premiered at Sundance. It won the Alfred P. Sloan Feature Film Prize at Sundance. It is written, edited, produced, and directed by Mike Cahill. It stars Michael Pitt, who is from Boardwalk Empire, if you've ever seen that. Uh, stars Britt Marling from Another Earth. It stars, oh boy, this name, uh, Astrid Burge Frisbee? <laughs> I wish my last name was Birch Frisbee. Oh my gosh. That actually reminds me. We were uh, at a. Uh, we were doing Jeff's car loan this morning, and the guy's making him sign these papers, and, and he asks him what his mother's maiden name is. So Jeff looks at me and goes, Do you know what my mom's maiden name is? And I'm like, No. And he goes, Quiz time. And in my mind, I was like, Her maiden name was Quiz time? That's so cool. <laughs> and, and then he was like, It's May. And I was like, Oh, I thought her maiden name was Quiz Time, and and the finance guy started cracking up. He goes, oh, "I thought that too." I think it was just the way Jeff said it, but that's what I reminded me of. Jeff's like, "Wow, I'm surrounded by idiots." Yes, yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> awesome. Okay, uh, so she's in it. She was in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, um, and then Stephen Yuen is in it. Um, that's the guy in The Walking Dead, the Asian guy. The oh, one, okay. The token Asian guy yeah. in The Walking Dead. Uh, so they're all in Is the he movie. Is still alive? Uh, in The Walking Dead? Yeah. I won't say anything because we're a non-spoiler show. We are not a non-spoiler show. <laughs> we are a non-spoiler Everybody, show. Everybody, if you don't know, close your ears. Okay, <laughs> Origins is tell me. coming out, no, mm-hmm. in four theaters this weekend. Uh, currently sits at a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not very good. But I've heard very good things about this movie, so I'm kind of confused on yeah. why that rating is so low. I don't really take ratings into too much esteem. <laughs> Sorry, I've I like that burp before. Extreme. I've been drinking this carbonated drink because I'm so thirsty and that's I just your, can't help it. That's just, your mistake. I know, but I was so thirsty. <laughs> um, I want to see this, but I won't be rushing out to the theaters to see it. The other limited release coming out this weekend is a movie called Wish I Was Here. And this is the movie, uh, it also premiered at Sundance, but this is the movie that is written by, produced by, directed by, and stars Mr. Zach Braff. Mr. Funny Man Zach Braff, the uh, old star of Scrubs, which was one of the funniest shows on TV. Um, Zach Braff, who also directed Garden State. Uh, this is his new movie that he uh, got funded uh, by through uh, Kickstarter. Oh, okay. um, I believe he set his goal at $2 million, and he ended up with $3.1 million. Did you hear about the potato salad guy? Yes, I did. We should talk about that. We should. Ridiculous. Okay, move on. Did you hear all of his pro- <laughs> did, you, did you read all of his promises I, for, for I backers? I did, and I'm just like, this guy, he's basically the 2014 version of the Pet Rock. He came up with just something really stupid. And but it's he's, not something stupid. It's something that's been made before, and he just made a Kickstarter for it. Well, that's money. what I'm saying. He invented the idea of doing a Kickstarter for it. I guess. But like, yeah, anyone I mean, could have thought of this. Seriously. But he's the one who did first. But it just sucks, because now, I mean, he's made all this money, but he's got to follow through on his promise to all of his backers. But his promises, his, uh, whatever the benefits, they're not that difficult. No, but he, he has to, like... Send potato salad to people. Oh, no, no, no. There's... He said he he'll, he doesn't know how he's going to do that. I know, but he has to because people backed him. The latest one I saw was that he's going to rent a uh, party hall and invite, like, all these people. Or, or like, if you pay a certain amount, you uh-huh. get to go to the party hall and watch him make the potato salad. I was going to say he keeps, like, 
the last time I saw it, this was a couple weeks ago, he kept adding, like, new things. Like, once he hit a new goal, he's like, well, I guess if I hit make this much, I'll do a live <laughs> webcam of me making the potato salad. Like, things like that. Like, it's just blown out of proportion. It really is. It was really funny because when he first started it, the first time I heard about it, he had only wanted $10, you know, and yeah. and he had gotten to, like, it was, like, 3000 mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, what was the people saying on the radio? They were just cracking me up because they were like, he's got like, like 30 more days to go. Yeah. And a lot of people to make promises to. I just want one of his potato salad haikus <laughs> because those sound awesome. <laughs> okay. So, um, potato salad by Zach Danger Brown. <laughs> I love that. Um, currently 6,118 backers. It's crazy. How he has money? made fifty thousand uh, dollars, fifty yeah, fifty thousand dollars on this so far. It's just ridiculous, and it still has seventeen days to go. I mean, obviously now it's probably not going to make that much, but yeah, still. I just I almost want to back it just because I want like I just want to be a part of it almost. Yeah, like, I don't think I would, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, the last the last thing I. The last thing I talked about where he's going to rent a party hall, hall that's, that was his last stretch goal. So that's his, still, his, still his latest update. So I don't okay. know. Is he going to make $50,000 worth of potato salad or he, is he making just one big bowl of it and then... I don't know. That's what I'm wondering because like... Spending the rest of the money on like the party hall and like events and stuff. I don't know. Well, you'd think he's got $50,000 and he'd probably want to keep whatever he does under that budget, you know? But I wonder if he's going to try and play it to where... He spends as little as possible so that he can have some sort of profit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, you have to... I like how some of them were like, if you donate... Like, if I make it this much, I'll buy premium ingredients. I'll buy the expensive mayonnaise and things like that. So I wonder if he's going to just do all that but still do the bare minimum in order to fulfill all of his promises. I like how one of his promises is that he'll say your name out loud yeah. while making the potato salad. <laughs> it's like, for real? That's, yeah, right? Is that really worth, you know, 10 bucks or whatever? It I don't know be. what it is. 20 bucks? If he recorded himself saying it while making the potato salad, then maybe. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's the 2014 version of the Pet Rock. We're all going, why didn't we think of that? That's true. And that's stupid. <laughs> At this, yeah, I mean... Part it's of me smart, is like, but part, it's stupid. Yeah, part of me is like, why didn't I think of that first? But at the same time, like, man, I'm really glad I'm not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, he's got a lot of work ahead of him. Yeah, it'd probably be really wise of him to just make one bowl of potato salad, like really good potato salad with quality ingredients, and then use the rest of the money to like, I don't know. He has to ship the, potato salad to all of his backers. I don't know if he really promised that, though. He did. In one of his things, he said, I will, sh- I will send a bite of the potato salad. To anyone who donates this amount of money. <laughs> so if 800 people donated that, he has to send 800 people at least a bite's worth. What what qualifies as a bite? I don't know. But he's going to have to make enough potato salad to send all those bites. Plus the shipping, plus... I don't know, does potato salad go bad over three days of shipping? Like, he's probably got to overnight it with, like, an ice bag. There's got to be some health code things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, That's why the- I'm like, I don't want to be this guy, because... If he doesn't send it, I'm sure someone can pursue some sort of legal action. Like, there, I mean, there and there's also backers outside of the United States, so he has to figure yeah. out how to ship this stuff internationally. Exactly. Too. I mean, assuming those people bought into that option, but <laughs> like, I don't want to be this guy. Like, that's cool and it's funny, but I don't want to be you, bro. <laughs> like, you got a lot of work cut out for you, Mister Danger. Hopefully, he doesn't go too far in debt with all these promises and craziness. <laughs> well, back to the Kickstarter movie. Uh, by Zach Braff, Wish I Was Here, um, currently sits at a crappy 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, which is also surprising because I heard good things about this movie. Is that the one with the girl with the wig? I'm trying to think of Yes, what? the yeah. little girl with the wig. Yep. That's the one. That's how you recognize yep. it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, the first major release coming out this weekend is The Purge Anarchy, sequel to The Purge. The first one starred Ethan Hawke and Lena Head Heedy, Lena Heedy. Uh, the I chick it was on Headley. Headley? Heedy. I, I thought know. there was an L in it. Maybe there is, and I just didn't write it. I don't know. I don't know. Carry but on. Uh, um, this one stars who? 
I have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> Just some a bunch of no-namers. I mean, the main guy, he's been in a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. but he's not a well-known actor, yeah. So, um, but but it is written and directed by the same dude who did the first mm-hmm. one. Uh, See, I didn't, I didn't know that, and that kind of worries me. I didn't really like the first one. A lot of people did not, especially Which, the ending. Yeah, it just made me really upset because it was such a cool idea. Oh, yeah. It's such a cool premise, mm-hmm. and I felt like it it was so under what it could have been. Yeah. And that's why I was kind of more excited for this one, because I'm like, okay, this could be more interesting if if they do it right. But it's the same Written guy. And directed and, by the same guy. Yeah, that so kind of makes know. me... Kind of makes me worry. What's nice is that it doesn't take place all in a house, though. This yeah, one kind of like you yeah. see a lot of stuff happening on. I the think that was part of my problem with it. I'm like, that's such a big idea, hmm. and we're confined to, to this. It could be any old murder story. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Coming out in 2,800 screens this weekend. No Rotten Tomato reviews yet. That's not a good sign. Usually, you would see something by now mm-hmm. for a movie like that. All right, the next movie uh, coming out in 3,000 screens this weekend is Sex Tape, starring Cameron Diaz and Jason Segel as a married couple who wake up to discover that a sex tape they had made had been accidentally uploaded to the internet. I want to see this so bad. (laughs) Only because I think the idea is hilarious, because nobody understands the cloud. That does not surprise me. (laughs) I I will say it's a funny... (sighs) I see this being like a 30-minute comedy TV show skit. I don't yeah. see it being like a full movie. It's it's a funny idea, yeah. but like like a Seinfeld episode. No, I, I guess like I understand that, type that of but thing. I'm still really excited to see it. <laughs> of course you are. It just it just kind of made me think because I'm like all my pictures and stuff get sent to SkyDrive, and not that I like take gr- dirty, pictures dirty pictures or anything, whatever. but like I take a lot like a lot of selfies where I'm like oh double chin or like you know like I don't want anyone seeing that delete. But by the time I delete it, it's already been uploaded to my SkyDrive. Mm, yeah. So now I'm wondering. I hope no one can see my SkyDrive. Like, I should probably go check that. Well, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like it gets sent out not to just the cloud, but maybe it does just get sent to the cloud. And well, yeah, it gets sent to the cloud, but all their friends and family have access to their right, cloud or yeah. whatever. I'm not quite sure how exactly this tape accidentally gets online, but uh, that would be a nightmare. It wow, that would be just awful. <laughs> um, the story uh, is... Uh, was created by Kate Angelo, who's also one of the co-writers. Um, she was a writer on Becker and The Bernie Mac Show and Will and & Grace and What About Brian. So, so a TV show. See what I mean? It, yeah. It's like a cool TV show concept, but um, stretched out into a movie. Um, it is also unreviewed at this time. Kind Did of you hear my stomach growl? I feel like no. the, it was loud enough to the where the mic might have picked it up. Oh, my goodness. It was like, Did you eat anything today? I had a sandwich like a few hours ago, but I don't know. I felt like it got quiet right as it was like growling. And I'm like, if the microphone got my burp, it probably just got my stomach growl. So funny thing about stomach growlings, uh, when especially when they you're always hungry. happen when it's quiet. Well, that, but when it happens here, it's like a little embarrassing, but not that bad. Mm-hmm. But when it happens in Japan, it's <laughs> like it's almost as bad as if you farted in front of like a hot. <laughs> member of the opposite sex uh-huh. like it's super super embarrassing for your stomach to grow and i'm like but that's not something you can control yeah like and so while i was over there every not, once in a while squeeze the cheeks <laughs> <yeah>. like <laughs> every once in a while when i was over in japan i would get kind of worried like I, mm-hmm. i'd be like okay i gotta make sure that there's always food in my stomach yeah because there's areas where it's so quiet, and it's like, <laughs> if it goes off and everyone stares off. at me, I'm going to be so... Because you can't control it. Yeah. You can't control... Well, I mean, I guess you can a little bit. You just eat some food, but but you know what I mean. Yeah. You can't control when it's going to happen and <laughs> where. That's kind of funny. I feel like my stomach doesn't growl very often, even when I'm hungry, but it always happens in meetings <laughs> or when it gets quiet. I feel like that's the only time, at least the only time I notice it, maybe. I don't know, but... It happens in meetings a lot for me because... I think that um, maybe it's mind over matter. Like, you're in a meeting, and you're hungry, and you're like, I hope my stomach doesn't growl, and then, like, five minutes later, it's like... Glow, glow. Or it's just growling all the time, but you don't hear it because it's always loud. Yeah, I guess. But no, uh, the meeting... My meetings are usually always scheduled around lunchtime, so it's yeah. like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like... <laughs> I had to start re- rescheduling meetings. Yeah. There was one, like, sometimes when I'm in all-day trainings, like, 
I'll eat breakfast before I come in, but it'll be like an hour into it, and then it'll start growling. I'm like, I'm not even that hungry. Why are you growling? People think I'm probably this big fatty because they literally just watched me eat breakfast, and my stomach's already growling. Lunch isn't for another three hours, Christiana. You better get your stuff together. Um, And then the last movie we're going to talk about coming out this weekend, it's coming out in 3,600 theaters. It is the sequel to last year's Planes which was the spinoff to Cars. Mm -hmm. This movie is Planes, Fire, and Rescue. And we actually talked about this on the Came Through and Friends video podcast that we did at the beginning of the year. Um, And I forget what you said, if you were looking forward to it or not. I said no, Okay. only because I didn't have any desire for the first Planes. Yeah. But I remember the argument Don had, and I think that I, I stick by his argument. Do you remember what he had said? I do. It was something along the lines of... It seems like this one has more of a direction. Yeah, it like has you like... you know what it's about. Yeah, and it has like a purpose. Like, yeah. it's not just planes flying around like cars, you know what I mean? Like, it's fire and rescue, so like... Yeah, I can stand need, behind that. Yeah, exactly. But I still don't think it looks very good. No, I, I, did, I do laugh really hard at the pickup truck part. I, I don't even know if I've watched a trailer, to be oh, honest. It's on TV a lot, or at least before, like, Jimmy Fallon well, online. I, don't, I also don't watch Nick Jr. Oh. all the time. Like oh, you. well, there's your problem. <laughs> no, it's like, there's this uh, pickup truck. Because, you know, they still have, like, cars, too, with, like, the planes. Yeah, yeah. And the car is sitting there. It's a pickup truck, and then there's, like... I don't know if it's another car or if it's a plane, but he's like, did you fall out of, like, a B-47? Because you da bomb. And she rolls her eyes. She goes, ah, pickup trucks. And it makes oh, me laugh. Oh, I get it. <coughs> That's a clever so, yeah. one. Every time I see it, it makes me laugh because I like puns. That's so. actually pretty good. That's pretty funny. Um, Dane Cook is returning as the voice of Dusty Crop Hopper. <laughs> the first time I read that name, I thought it said Crap Hopper. <laughs> And I was like, why are they naming these characters Dusty so crap bad? Hopper. Yeah, in a children's movie. Um, Ed Harris, uh, he, he's lending his voice to this film. Uh, I don't know if he was in the first one. I don't think he was. But uh, he's I in this one, and he plays a character called Blade Ranger. I don't know what, what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, Planes, Fire, and Rescue currently sits at a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. But that's only with five reviews so far, so that could really go either way at yeah. this point. Um, another movie that I won't see. This summer is kind of disappointing. Yeah, I'm so far. I feel I like mean, last summer was very packed full of big summer movies, yeah. if you will. And I would say the best summer movie I've seen so far is Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. And that movie made, like, nothing. I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) Which is disappointing, because it's a really entertaining movie. I mean, I saw Transformers. I feel like that at least feels like a summer movie, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Not saying it was the greatest movie, but at least feels like a big summer movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, summer's not over yet. We we still got some... uh, Yeah. We still got some big movies coming out, but, uh, yeah, kind of disappointing. Yeah, I'll agree. Anything else you want to talk about today? Not really. I want to go really. put some cream on my bug bites. And <laughs> some lotion or something. I don't know. What do you put on bug bites? I usually don't get bit by mosquitoes, so it's, it's weird. What happened? You have to explain to everyone what happened with mosquitoes. Oh, well, my boyfriend got his fishing poles sent to us from Ohio. So now we have fishing poles, and he really wanted to go fishing. And so we got our fishing license and everything. We went on Sunday, and we went to, like, three different spots over the course of the day, and... The spot we ended at was this, like, it was a lake, kind of, but it's, you have to crawl through the bushes to get to an opening. There's lily pads everywhere, and as you can imagine, it's it's getting humid. Like, it was right before our rainstorm that we had the other night, so there's just bugs everywhere, and I usually don't get bit by mosquitoes for the most part. I maybe get one or two, and other people I'm with just get eaten alive, so we left, and I didn't have any mosquito bites, but then the next morning, we were driving, and there was a mosquito flying around in my car, And I was too busy driving, I couldn't, like, kill it, you know, and so he's been in there for the past couple days, and today I've found four mosquito bites (laughs) on my body, and I have one giant one on my leg, almost my butt, I have two on my right arm, can you see him? Yeah, I can see. two right there, and then there's one over here somewhere, it stopped itching, so I don't know, but, like, I just got eaten alive, probably because he was in my car and he knew he was dying, he was desperate for some blood, because usually they don't, they don't like bother me very yeah. much but it's like this girl has stinky blood i'm not going for it i guess I'm... oh wait a minute i'm gonna die dirty blood 
He's he's desperate. He's ready for some bottom of the barrel blood. Is he dead? So he now? came to me. I don't know. I haven't seen him around. <laughs> that would be so funny. I hope to be he's just, dead. He's just staying alive. Yeah, just from your car trips. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like is work over yet? I'm he's hungry. like, this is actually a great deal. Like, yeah. I guarantee like a oasis, fresh meal. Every the oasis day. <laughs> of my car. He's always warm. I know that. He's gonna like escape one day. Like he's gonna become a senior citizen, escape, and tell his family, "Hey, guys, just whenever you this see a car. human open up a car, <laughs> yeah, right. just go into it, and they're gonna get it at least once a day. Right? We're gonna and, have... you, and you got a free meal. Yeah, just every exactly. day. Yeah." I mean, it makes sense. Start a business, start a Kickstarter fund. Yeah. Uh, and make money for, off of for that. For car mosquito nets. <laughs> Boom. That's my million dollar idea. What would be one of the benefits or one of the uh, promises if you, uh, if a mosquito <laughs> paid a lot of money on a Kickstarter? What would be? I'll whisper your name as I kill the mosquito in my car. <laughs> if you back me, I'll say your name right before any mosquito I kill for the rest of my life. I'll give you type O blood from a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sacrifice a pig. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Or <laughs> a pig. I don't know. It was the first animal I thought of to where I didn't think that I would care about sacrificing <laughs> it. But now I'm thinking about it. I think I would care about sacrificing a pig. Awesome. All right. That is the show for this week. Hopefully you will hear from us next week as well. We are out of here. Goodbye. Peace.